What up, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of the In Conversation podcast with your host, Andrew Cervantes. Welcome back. I believe this is episode 14. Um, I know I've been lagging on the episodes. Your boy's been busy. I've just been busy with school and finals and I don't know, all kinds of stuff, studying and doing all my stuff. Uh, it's, I don't know, you know, you guys know how school is. It's just overwhelming as hell. Uh, I've been back on my workout stuff. Uh, I've been getting back in shape. I've been prior- prioritizing it, especially this week. I went to like a park to go like shoot around basketball. I just had like AirPods in, I was just shooting around, hanging out, and it felt good to be on the court, man. I was just running up and down the court, just shooting the ball, you know, listening to music. I don't know, man. I, I definitely think like, I don't know, one of my passions probably is basketball. I, I love that sport. It's just working out. Honestly, I want to get to the point where I work out and I'm like really good at it. But, you know, your boy is also busy, but I also don't want to sound like I'm making excuses. I just prioritize other stuff. But, you know, I, I definitely think I'd pick it up as a hobby and, you know, just actually train like as a workout and try to get really good at it. But, I mean, other than that, man, like, uh, no, on working out still, actually, I still want to talk about that. <laughs> Working out, um, I also been going to the gym. Before, in the beginning of this year, I was prioritizing the gym, like, literally five five times a week, you know, at least an hour working out, and I was going strong, probably like six, seven months, and, you know, I not, um, not too long ago, I started slowing down, probably like, it slowly went down to like four days a week, and then it slowly went down to like three days a week, and then it would be like two weeks I didn't go out like at all and I've just been lagging so now I'm making it a priority because it was on my uh 2021 goals to get in the best shape ever I wrote it down on my vision board whatever or for this year's goals and I had said getting the best shape I've ever been in and honestly I would say I accomplished that goal already but I still you know just want to strive for more because I expect more out of myself I'm still not even buff or like you know like just where I want to be you know so of course I'm gonna keep working on it but I'm happy I'm happy you know where I'm at and just FYI like I suggest anyone I just want to throw it out there write down your goals for 2022 it's around the corner it's, the time of this recording is December 2nd at 4 30 you, you, you guys already know the the new year is around the corner I would already start start brainstorming your uh your goal ideas uh what i did was i've been brainstorming for like the past couple months probably and i've just been writing down what i want to do in the 2022 year just in my notes so when it comes down to actually sit down and on my poster write down you know my goals you know i already kind of have an idea because i don't know about you guys but my mind my mind always roams free and it always is like creating ideas like whether i'm at work or i could just be working out or just anywhere you know i could be at a grocery store and just like oh like this and this you know but i I always write stuff down so you know so i don't forget it especially if it's a really really good idea uh that's something i always do but um that actually reminds me i've i got a crazy idea for this podcast actually me and my boy carlos duran the host of the kayfade podcast uh we've been brainstorming this idea that i think is going to catch you guys completely off guard it is crazy it's futuristic it is a new trend that is going to be really cool and if you guys support us you'll definitely you know be tuned into that (laughs) but i mean back to the um working out thing i i'm my goal is to go five days a week you know i finished the year out like this five days a week uh i bought like these meal prep things i think i only made like meal prep like once and i had it throughout the week but i want to do it consistently like every sunday every sunday night 
I'm talking make chicken, you know, season it with like different seasonings, whatever. So it doesn't like it's not so so repetitive. But chicken, rice, and veggies. I did it before. It was cool. I mean, it was probably like, I mean, I'm not a big cooker. So like it took me like two hours. I don't know if you people could do it faster. Someone probably could do it faster. It took me like two hours though. I had to like defrost the chicken and all this stuff. But um, yeah, I I I, I don't know. I meal prepping is was it was cool. You know, it was good chicken. I threw it in the oven because I didn't want to like cook it on the stove. Because if I would have cooked it on the stove, oh no, that shit would have been burnt. It would have been <laughs> it would have been burnt. It would have been bad. <laughs> I don't know. I just had to let the oven, you know, do all the observing, do all the slow cooking it got to do. And it paid off because when I had my chicken, it was soft. It was hella good. I loved it. But yeah, I also have a rice cooker. So, you know, that makes it a lot easier to cook, you know, just the rice. Um, And I also have uh, in my rice cooker, it's like a steamer at the same time, obviously. Right. But, uh, you know, I would just get like frozen vegetables and I would throw it in, you know, with the rice and then just let that cook. And then, yeah, man, I would just lay out, you know, my meal preps or my my. uh. Oh man, what the hell? I don't know why I can't think of it. Oh man, what the hell? (laughs) I just completely, man, damn, that's gonna bug me. I just, man, I don't know. You guys are probably thinking of the word, but the containers, whatever the, we're just gonna call them containers. I would lay out my containers, you know, on the table and then, you know, just stack rice in it, just boom, 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 down the line, chicken, veggies, and then, you know, just, I would let it cool down outside. Because I, I think it's bad if you, like, put, like, hot food in the refrigerator. I don't know if you guys know that. I don't even know if that's 100% true. Maybe it's just something I, like, grew up with. <laughs> but, yeah, I would I just kind of let it cool down a little bit. And then I just put it in the fridge, ready to go for, like, Monday. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Uh, probably probably this Sunday I'm going to um, work on that, you know, probably after my Niner game for sure. We play the fucking Seahawks this week. So that'll be super lit. Uh, Yeah, man, but... I just, I just been busy, you know, just doing all that stuff. I literally just came back from the gym right now. Uh, it feels good, you know, to be working out. I love that feeling when you you work out and you're kind of like fatigue after, but it's like a good fatigue and it's almost like, I don't know, I get kind of like energy from it. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just, I don't know, like I, I like working out, you know, but I actually got to take a quick water break real quick because I want to get into um, a topic that's been kind of trending lately, Um, you know, but before we get into that, let me take a quick break, rest my voice before I lose it again, (laughs) you know, but yeah, let me take this quick break. Thank you guys. I am back, but switching topics is going to be kind of a um, sadder or a more sad topic. Um, I wanted I wanted to speak about uh, Virgil Abloh's death. Uh, if you did not know who Virgil Abloh was, he was the founder of Off White, um, like the main direct. I think he was the creative director in uh, Louis Vuitton. Don't quote me exactly on that, but he was an important position in Louis Vuitton. But 
Um, Virgil had actually died from a rare form of cancer at the young age of 41, um, November 28th in Chicago. Uh, he had found it off-white in 2013. And, um, yeah, he, uh, in 2018, he or he was named the men's artistic director uh, for Louis Vuitton in, for Louis Vuitton in 2018. But this guy has had such, such a huge impact on fashion huge 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 impact on fashion just overall like off-white it's i would i would definitely say it is something that we have never seen before in the fashion industry it it is you know raw and uncut and real something that i think virgil truly standed for and you know it made sense if you if you know what off-white looks like you know it's just a brand it's kind of like architecture type of design and you know kind of um like futuristic almost but it made sense because Virgil had actually studied a, a civil civil engineering and received a master's degree in architecture so Virgil was smart obviously he was a very 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 smart man to get your master's you know in anything I think is pretty damn impressive um you know, so I think we can all say that you see the the influence of you know the architecture, the architectural you know, like influence in his off white brand, just with you know like the um, the arrows and you know just kind of the construction kind of vibe, like almost like a spray painted arrow, you know, it's kind of like almost like a construction type of thing, like even like blueprints, like you know his he kind of like merged those two lanes into off white, and it's something that no one has ever really done, and ever since that, a lot of people have tried to copy it or you know kind of make stuff like that, but you know I don't know, man, you could just see you could see it's a huge influence on him, right? Like it was Virgil. You know, Virgil was just so, like, cultural. Like, he just had such a huge impact on, the, like, the community. You know, just, like, fashion in general. Uh, he created iconic imagery in music for the past two decades, like um, like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, the album by Kanye, uh, Yeezus, the, the other album by Kanye, uh, Watch the Throne, the, an- the album by Kanye West and Jay-Z. If you guys know what the Watch the Throne cover is like, it's like a gold thing with like a whole bunch of like little details. Um, it's crazy. Like, I don't even know how you would create that, like, especially from like a blank canvas. You know what I mean? Like a r- true artist would have to come up with something like that. And for him to, you know, design like, you know, an, uh, an art form or like an image to be like that, you know, like, I just think it's crazy. Like, you know, he was, I don't know, man, he was just so iconic. And he also did work with like Kid Cudi, 2 Chains, you know, worked on some of their album covers. Virgil had also made furniture. Uh, he did, I know he did a collab with Ikea. I don't know 100% um, the other, uh, the other like if he's collab with other, other furniture companies and stuff. But I do know the the Ikea collab, but he had a lot of rugs for sale. Um, I remember it was, it was chaos, <laughs> the Ikeas, at least the one where I live by. Um, in Sacramento, that one was crazy. I mean, the rugs are cool, you know, it's just like keep off in quotations and stuff. That was like the iconic look, you know, the, the, the quotations. Um, he had held exhibits in major art museums. Uh, Virgil was also a DJ. And I remember finding out that he was a DJ. Um, that actually kind of caught me off guard. I remember 
uh, I, I I probably had learned about Virgil in probably twenty. Hmm, let's see, probably like 2015, almost, probably about 2015, 2016, and I didn't know he was a DJ, real talk, and probably till like 20, like 2018, for real, like, I did not know, I remember um, when I did find out, though, I, uh, he actually had a festival coming up, and I had tuned in to, like, a stream he had, and I was like, oh, snap, like, this guy is doing everything, you know, like, it was cool, I remember actually watching, uh, like, this documentary on YouTube about him for a little bit, because I was actually, uh, you know, geeking out over him for a little bit, like, not in, like, a cringe way or nothing, but, like, you know, I was just, I was influenced by him, you know, and his impact, and on on the fashion world, you know, because I, at one point, like, you know, I was deep, deep into fashion, like, I, I've, I, like, I've been a sneakerhead probably since, like, 2010, you know what I mean, and it's 20, what, about to be 2022, so, you know, Virgil, you, if you're a sneakerhead, you know who this guy is, you know, even if you're not a sneakerhead, you know who, you know who Virgil is, he, he had mixed, like, high fashion with streetwear, you know what I mean, like, Louis Vuitton, off-white, Nike, off-white, like, you know, like, these kind of, like, you know what I mean? Like, these collabs almost. And he, he created a whole new look. A whole new look. Like, nothing, there's nothing like this that we have ever seen. And, you know, like, I don't know, man. Even the the people that don't know nothing about fashion, they've seen this stuff. They, they might not know it, but they've seen it. 110%. They've seen it. Everyone has seen this damn collab. Nike is such a huge company, and all the most inf- like influencers on Instagram have always worn his stuff. Are always like the Off White collab with Nike. Everyone is wearing that. It's probably the hottest like thing, honestly. Like with Nike in in a minute, you know, probably the most famous collab. But you know, he he really is like the the Steve Jobs of um the fashion industry. The guy, you know, he's just iconic. It sucks to say that we're never going to get a design from him again that was, like, that's truly created by him. You know what I mean? I'm sure they'll probably have maybe some concepts kind of that kind of look like what he's designed in the past. But, you know, we just don't have that genius mind of his. So my condolences are 110% with Virgil and his family. Um... I know that he had a fashion show, a fashion show um, a couple of days ago in Miami. Um, uh, all kinds of celebrities were there, like Kanye, Pharrell. Um, I don't know. There's people like, I don't know, huge people. I've seen like Tyler Hero there and stuff. Uh, I know they had a drone show like in the sky and it was beautiful. They had a floating hot air balloon. You know, I've been seeing all that on like Twitter and social media everywhere. I know the drones had said, Virgil Virgil was here and you know it's just sad you know like my condolences are with them 110 percent um you know just to lose someone from cancer is very harsh I uh myself have lost a family member from cancer and you know it just sucks so I I feel for their pain for sure my prayers are with them uh you know other than that man like yeah it, it it is what it is rest in peace Virgil man for sure it's just iconic person Definitely, definitely, you know, once in a generation mind for sure. But I want to uh, brighten up this stuff, you know, and not be so dark on today's episode. Um, I actually wanted to switch in topics, you know, kind of a, a little mood boost going real quick. <laughs> Switching topics. Uh, I want to talk about actually the, the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. Uh, I know this movie is going to be huge. 
like huge globally like everywhere like everyone's gonna be watching this tickets um had went on sale i believe november 29th and um online sites were crashing they they could not keep up with the demand it was hella people on them i know my boy carlos uh he had um i believe he waited in line on our online to get his tickets for like two hours you know what i mean and it was crazy, you know, like it was the best first day sales since uh, Avengers Endgame. And that had made $357 million. Supposedly, this Spider-Man movie is on track to beat that. But, you know, we can't say it because it's too early. But, you know, I just, it's crazy. I, I, I wanted to go to um, Sacramento, or in Sacramento. I wanted to go to uh, San Francisco and uh, experience it, like on the biggest IMAX movie I think it's the I believe it's the biggest IMAX movie IMAX movie screen in California. It's like a huge theater, something like that. Um, I I've never watched a movie in there. I've never even watched a movie in San Francisco in general. But I think it would be sick to go to that movie theater and watch you know a movie in that huge room. You know that huge huge theater. I would definitely be something that would be you know on my bucket list for sure. But you know I don't know. I I gotta see. It probably might be sold out. I don't know if I want to watch it like the first day and shit. I don't really like that. I don't like to be with a lot of crowds like that. You know, my anxiety start kicking in. You know what I'm saying? I know I should face it all like, you know, head first and, you know, not run from it. But, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I just don't deal good with big, big crowds. You know, it just gets me anxious and stuff. So I might wait a couple of days to go watch it. Maybe in San Francisco. Maybe not. You know, if I if I could watch it, you know, at my local movie theater, might just go do that. You know, save a lot of money. Well, you know, gas prices are high as fuck with inflation and stuff but yeah man uh, i had saw on the internet that amc or amc partnered with sony to offer eighty six thousand nfts to a-list subscribers who buy tickets to the the to the december 16th uh, screening so that's uh like you know like the midnight premiere uh you know where people go and watch it it's not it doesn't start like at fucking midnight it starts like at nine o'clock or whatever but the day before it releases because the movie's supposed to release um the 17th but you know that'd be that's pretty sick, man. You know, like to get an NFT, you know, and go watch the movie, like be one of the first people to watch it. You know, like I don't know, bro. That's fire out. Like to get, I'd be curious to see what the NFT looks like. You know, and I don't know if it'd be worth anything like that or like an investment or whatever. But if you if you're a huge Spider-Man fan, you know, you have your uh your your you know an art collector, especially like an NFT collector. You know, why not try to go get something like that? That'd be sick. I don't know if it's at, like, certain locations or anything. Because 86000 is, like, not a lot, honestly. You know, but I don't know. I, I think it'd be sick. Maybe I might I might try to, like, you know, fuck around and get, uh you know, get maybe get an NFT with the ticket. You know, I think that'd be sick. I think also, by the way, like, I think the pandemic is a solid reason why everyone is buying these movie tickets. I know you guys remember when the pandemic hit movie theaters were closed forever i when i lived in stockton i lived in an apartment and i i lived like right behind a movie theater and i fucking love the movie theaters it made me depressed as hell when that was happening like you know all that stuff you know when movie theaters were closed shit sucked i lived hella close to one could never even go that was like one of the worst things <laughs> i don't know but i mean it's a huge movie you know Every, everyone fucking everyone loves spider-man but i'm ha i'm also happy that it's it's releasing only in theaters and I say that because, I don't know, with these movies, like, for example, Halloween Kills, when when that movie released, it, it came out on P on Peacock, right, also? And 
for some reason, I just feel like it takes away the anticipa- anticipation for it. Like, it just wouldn't hit the same. Like, I just feel like some people watch it at home. Like, I don't know. It just, it just made me feel like the anticipation was taken away. Call me weird. Call me, I don't know, a hater. It's just how I feel. I'm happy it's releasing only in theaters, you know, because I feel like, you know, the movies is the best place to watch a damn movie in general. Like, it's the sickest, you know, but um, it is what it is, you know. But on to our, lo- our last topic. Yeah, today's going to be a short episode today. Nothing too crazy. Your boy's busy. I got to go to a Christmas parade literally in a couple minutes. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about lastly, you know, we got to get into the whole, you know, business concept side or whatever the stuff I like to do. That uh, I want to talk about the digital real estate record sale in the metaverse. Um, Sandbox is launching. I remember talking in my other previous episode what Sandbox is, you know, it's just kind of like the whole metaverse concept, like one of the first people to do it, whatever. Uh, I don't know if Sandbox is, I think Sandbox is here to stay, you know, it's its own metaverse, but I don't know at the same time, because Facebook might make its own version of the metaverse, and I think when Facebook releases theirs, I think it's going to be A1, it's going to be like, damn near, I don't want to say damn near perfect, but I think it's going to be the best one, I think that's why Facebook is taking a while to launch this stuff, because they're the ones that are trying to do everything right, and trying to perfect it, so everyone can enjoy their time in it, and spend money, so they can make money, and you know what I mean, like, you know where it's going. But yeah, man, uh, I had saw on the internet that this uh, breaking record sold that Zan- our sandbox land sold for a whopping $4.3 million for virtual real estate. Yeah, fucking virtual real estate, not real life real estate, virtual real estate. You know, it's, I don't know, man, if, if, if you don't see what the hell is going on here, you know what I'm saying? You need to catch up or get left the fuck behind because it's a huge opportunity everything is going you know digital nfts all this jpeg stuff you know i'm i'm gonna start getting into the nft space all this stuff it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy you know like future man futures it's not too far away you know it's a huge opportunity web 3.0 this is it you know what i mean this is it uh i highly suggest you guys go do your research on it i did mine literally watched a couple videos you know did i mean a couple hours of research on it and I would honestly say, you know, it definitely probably changed my life, you know, just on the education of it, you know. It's a, I mean, it doesn't hurt, you know, to learn about this stuff, especially if you want to make, you know, some money off it. You know, don't don't get left behind or don't don't wait till it's too late, you know what I mean? Like, it's here, it's in front of us. So, like, you know, why not capitalize off the opportunity, do your research, learn about it, and then just, you know, make your decision where, whether or not you want to invest in this or not. Are you believing in this or not, you know? I think, you know... It's it's a very smart thing to do, you know. If if I was you guys, I would do that. Just you know, just trying to help you guys, friend to friend or whatever. But you know, a lot of these people too, they're like, a lot of them are kids, like you know, buying and selling these NFTs or whatever. A lot of them are kids, man. And like kids, when I say kids, part like me, like under like twenty years old or twenty, you know, in their twenties, whatever. You know, I think we're like we're dead ass building a whole new uh, economy, and you know, like just what sandbox and you know all these developers and this and nfts and this and it's a new it's a whole last new economy man it really is i'm excited as hell for it it's about to be lit i know metamask users have like skyrocketed up i forgot the numbers of it to be honest uh metamask is the wallet you use like in OpenSea, you know like because if you want to buy nft i don't know if i told you guys or not you need to pay with ethereum you can't really you can't pay with us dollar i mean i think they have an option you can buy with like a card i'm not 100 well i know they have an option you can buy with a card but i don't know the details on that i've never tried but 
you know, I, I know that the MetaMask wallet is the most popular way where people transfer basically the US dollar into Ethereum. They buy Ethereum and then with that Ethereum, they can buy an NFT, you know. So, you know, that's that's the whole thing. MetaMask users have skyrocketed, you know, to the moon, whatever. But yeah, man, you guys need to get with it or get left behind. You know, don't don't miss out on this opportunity if you if you you know want to build some type of wealth or just you know i don't know i would do it you know even if you want to fucking get some assets for your kids already you know if you plan on having kids or whatever it's not a bad idea it's a i don't know it's, it's a cool thing if i were you guys i would do it but other than that man that's a wrap on today's episode i have to go to a christmas parade right now in my local town uh it's gonna it's go, it'll be fun i hope to god but other than that man I want to leave you guys with the message. Um, honestly, this is off the top of my head. This isn't this isn't in my notes or anything. Uh, let's see. I would just, you know, this is not your practice life. I'm going to just say that. From my boy, Ben Baller. Whole lot of free game on his podcast. Make sure you check out his uh, podcast, uh, the Behind the Baller podcast. Some he preaches all the time. This is not your practice life. Remember that? You guys go have a great day. Go conquer the rest of this week. You know, go kill it. Go have fun on the weekend. You know, I will be back soon. Me and Carlos are doing, uh, we actually have a re- recorded episode about the Zodiac Killer. We're trying to get in the, the sci-fi kind of like horror space and, you know, like conspiracy theory. I know there's a big audience for that, especially with podcasts. So if you guys have any interest in that, we will be doing that soon. That'll be releasing either this week or next week. I'm not 100% sure yet. But, you know, that's coming up. Uh, make sure you guys follow our Instagram at Instagram po- or at Instagram at In Conversation Pod on Instagram. Again, that is at In Conversation Pod on Instagram. And other than that, man, this is not your practice life. Your host is out of here. I'm out, man. Peace.